0: The gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ, of his death, burial, and resurrection that we love and cherish and celebrate every Sunday and especially at Easter. But this news hasn't always been the case for God's people, and so how were people saved? What was the good news throughout human history?
1: Welcome to a new season of Consider It, where we consider questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption
0: Bible Church in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, and the church? If so, text the word REDEMPTION and your question to 830-299-7505, and we will consider your question. To learn more about redemption, you can visit redemption.bible I'm Michael Hawkins. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's Consider It.
1: Well, Welcome back to Consider It. Today we get to consider the gospel. Let's hear it. Specifically, when we tell people the good news, we tell them of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. So what were Jesus and John the Baptist telling people before Jesus had died on the cross? Do we believe different things to be saved than the people did before the death and resurrection of Christ? This is
0: a a great question. Well, questions. There's actually a couple questions. Uh, in, Everyone's in always video. trying to,
1: you know, s- sneak a few extras <laughs> in there.
0: That's right. That's right. We should start charging extra for these <laughs> these uh, submissions with uh, multiple questions in there. No, all joking aside. Uh, it is uh, a great thing to consider today, and, and I think on, maybe on somebody's mind, as we're just coming out of the Holy Week and Easter weekend, and and uh, and where the you know the good news, particularly as the question references the death, uh, the life, death, uh, and resurrection. We might add the burial in there as well, but yeah. of Jesus, and uh, you know that particular moment in salvific history that changed everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we've. Like many of us, sat in the 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 weightiness and the depth of uh, grief that Good Friday was and Jesus' crucifixion, yeah. and also celebrated with great fervor and and uh, rejoicing His resurrection. Right, death was defeated. He's now alive. He's ruling and reigning uh, on the throne, and uh, and therefore we have hope. That's right. And, uh, and that's, that's a good news that we, that we cherish as Christians, not just an Easter, but, you know, hopefully every day of the week we're just constantly remembering that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead and uh, he, the, you know, he didn't spare any lengths uh, in his life to save us where he went to the extreme point of love, uh, to even to the point of death. Taking on the curse of sin in our place, and so we love that, we cherish that. That is the good news. That's right. That the the very word gospel. That is It, it is good news that has been heralded.
1: Right? Yeah. Praise the Lord.
0: Praise the Lord, <laughs> Lord, indeed. Right. And and so when you think of like old school biblical times, you know somebody would come in a, a, a herald, an announcer with good news from the king. You know the king has decreed this you know all captives have been set free or yeah. um you know this is a, a a time of celebration the king is coming and, and so that was you know before you know our modern era and the way we communicate and technology and you know we send a text and it goes around the world <laughs> 12 times before we blink and yeah. uh, it, you know but in those days an announcer would come and that's what would happen it would you know be bringing the good news the gospel and in the similar fashion that's the good news that we're announcing. Right. And, and yet, even though that that's the high point of the gospel, uh, uh, um, it is not the only aspect of the good news. Right. You know, especially when it comes to Christ as the Messiah, that that's, you know, a, a small point in human history when we think of what God the Son has been doing to save us and God the Father and God the Holy Spirit's uh, uh, activity in all of that, um, it's, it's even bigger than just that particular work. Right. You know, um, Mike Bullmore has a cool little chart. We can't draw it out. You can't see it here, but, uh, um, but, but even as we think about the larger scope of, you know, the scriptures, God, the, son there at creation, you know, ex- eternally existing before, you know, his, yeah. uh, his, uh, his prior eternal existence, but they're specifically at creation and, uh, and his work then throughout the old Testament and all those, uh, uh, the Christophanies where, you know, where he likely shows up there in, uh, you know, in, in some form and, um, but uh, his also, um, The uh, allusions to him in the uh, Old Testament as the snake crusher, as David's promised king, as the king or the lion from the tribe of Judah, and on and on and on. It goes, you know, multiple allusions to him through the Old Testament. And then he actually comes and has his earthly ministry and all that. Uh, And then he ascends but that but that's not where the gospel even stops right right yeah. um he he ascends into heaven now he is reigning on the father's throne he's going to come back uh, for his people rule for a thousand years in his mediatorial kingdom on david's throne as the fulfillment of uh second samuel 7 and uh and then uh, you know and then we have the new heavens and the new earth and you know and then eternity future yeah And all that that looks like, that we only see dimly from our vantage point now. Right. Yeah. We see clearly the things behind us. We can see the Old Testament illusions. We can see the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And yet the things ahead of us, we only see dimly. Yeah. You know, we, we... uh, we, we have our convictions, our eschatological convictions, or our, the, those beliefs as we try to um, you know, accurately and humbly come to the Scriptures employing good hermeneutics of what all that looks like, what Jesus is doing now as He intercedes for us, as right. He rules over uh, all, uh, all heaven and earth, and, uh, and what is return, and all those things look like. We have those convictions, and yet we have to also be uh, humble enough to say, we only see it dimly. Right, We could be wrong.
1: And I think even as you're talking, the things that we look back on clearly are the things that give us hope for the things that we see dimly. We see God's faithfulness um, in the past that helps us to cling to those things that we don't fully understand and see dimly to continue to, to trust in his promises. And so just as you're talking, like, you know, biblical theology is so important because we have to understand the whole picture of god's redemptive plan for his people and and the more clearly we see that picture drawn out and as you're alluding to um you know some of these promises of christ coming in the old testament like they didn't see it clearly they knew they had a hope and yet they were longing for that just Kind of like we're longing for the the day of the new heaven and the new Earth right
0: right we stand at, at one vantage point here in 2023 yeah. uh, looking back with clarity on these things and fully believing in the past perfect faithfulness of God yeah and that's as you said it gives us the the hope and the assurance and the confidence for the for the future even in what we don't fully understand here. And so we, we bring that up because, like, biblical theology is so important in a, in a question like this, you know, and tracing uh, the themes of the gospel and, the, and just Christology or the study of Jesus or God's Son yes. throughout the, the narrative, the larger narrative of the Bible. That's why things like this are so important, right. you know? And we did that on Good Friday. We we actually, you know, we were doing a biblical theology of the curse of sin, yeah, you know, through the Old Testament and into the New Testament and what Christ did there on the cross for us. And and, and we've lost some of that in Christian circles, but uh, um, but hopefully trying to do a good job of that now. And that's where we're here in a question like this. And so we, we we talk about all this stuff as we you know take these questions then of understanding the bigger picture of the good news. Uh, it will help us answer then these two questions: What were Jesus and John the Baptist telling people before Jesus died on the cross? Well, you know, as you read the your gospels, you start to see that. You know, mm-hmm. I think we could summarize the you know, without looking at all the passages. You could summarize well: What were they saying? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yeah, that that is kind of the 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 you know the 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 crux of what they were saying. Repent and believe. Yeah repent and believe and so when it comes to like the content then principally speaking you know they you know in answer to that second question do we believe different things well no no yeah um and and the that's what that jesus and john the baptist were specifically saying and yet i think even as we like go back throughout like even the old testament um it's the same same principle is at play. It's always been play, you know. Repenting of our sin, turning from living our own way, and believing in God, believing in in you know, uh, in who He says He is, and what He said He's doing, what He's promised to do. Abraham saved by faith. You know, Paul yeah. goes in Romans four and five to to extrapolate all this out. You know, he was called. God called him to to uh, leave uh, everything he knew behind you know, repentance, turning away from leaving our own way of life owning to follow God into where he would call him to go. He left by faith, right? Yeah. And so uh, salvation uh, has always been by grace through faith in the promises of God. That's right. Just kind of like as like principally kind of at its core, that's, that's, that's always been the case. And so, where you know people have God's people have been from their vantage point it is still built on you know what you were getting at uh, then michael and wherever you know wherever that vantage point was whether it's 5000 years ago yeah you know or somewhere along there um and ev- everywhere in between it's been a you know salvation has been By faith, you know, or by grace through faith and and God's promises and what he, what they knew then and his, the, the revelation that they had about who God was, uh, and, and from the past and who he said he was and how he had demonstrated his work Mm -hmm. and then with the future hope and expectation. And so prior to Christ, even then in coming into, uh, John the Baptist and Jesus life, it was in a future work of the Messiah's coming and death and all that, um, And yet they still had, even though maybe a smaller sample size as we have from where we are in 2023, still the same. God, you are who you say you are. You can do what you uh, have said you will uh, will do. And I can see that I believe that and I trust that you're going to do it in the future. And now we look back, you know, and we can see so much more than even they had. And yet, there's still future things. It's not like, all right, the gospel, the good news is done. Jesus rose from the dead. That's it. Yeah. No, 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 no. It continues on. You know, there's so much more here, and uh, and so that's always been the case. So, you know, that question: Do we believe different things to be saved? Well, uh, yes and no. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I said, there's a different, yeah, uh, different kind of like the examples, the sample size, the revelation that God's people had at those point versus what we have now, yes, it's different, but the essence of that has always been the same.
1: Yeah. The the core of it is mm, the core, that's good. Is is the same, but I I think of a, a jawbreaker. Mm. You know, it's like um, the core of that jawbreaker is is the promises the the truth you know that shows up in genesis of the yeah. you know the, the snake crusher that you mm-hmm. you talked about and then as these layers continue to be you know revealed um, we we start to see oh well the you know the davidic you know promise and mm-hmm. coming through the the line of david and just seeing the progression of revelation throughout scripture and just the clarity that has been continuing to build throughout the old testament and then boom New Testament comes, Jesus is on the scene, and the disciples, you know, you see it in the, the gospels. Like this is the guy, this is the promised one. And right. then his, you know, Jesus's works and what he's teaching and, and saying is just affirming all of that. Right. And who he is. And so we see this Revelation of God's promise just become more and more clear um, throughout history, and so that core is is the same, but now we just see it more clearly. The puzzle pieces have been filled in, if you will. Sure, sure,
0: yeah. Most of them, and not completely, right? Yeah, you know? it's not like the puzzle has not been yeah, finished exactly. Um, and uh, and we wait on it. That's not to say like revelation is is continuing to be had. You know, in that special way, we have the scripture, right. you know, and a closed revelation in that way. And so, be careful of you know just the TV prophets or others that are continuing yeah. to add to to God's uh, revelation and putting you know their their dreams or things on par with the scriptures, but but uh, uh, at the same time, like it is still happening and we're waiting on God to, you know, to unfold that in his good timing and whenever that will be, you know, the, there's that's why it's called, you know, his return is imminent. It could happen at any moment. Yeah. You know, there's nothing on the prophetic calendar that needs to happen before you know christ returns and catches us up to take his people with him you know there's nothing that has happened we, we're not like looking at the newspaper or things that are you know there's that's there are things that are attributing that are leading that are pointing the way that this could be soon but uh but we're that's that's the next thing on God's prophetic calendar that the scripture tea seems to teach but we're we're digressing <laughs> there in a and yet hopefully people can see the point in that because there's, there's still things yet to come, yeah. right? And so, you know, what Jesus and John the Baptist were then saying, you know, kind of tease this out a little bit more, is repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That just seems to be on repeat, no matter which gospel writer that... Uh, that you're in there is just repent and believe. Well, believe in what? You know, Jesus is right there. Believe that he is the Son of God, yeah. even like before it. And, and and John the Baptist is pointing to, behold, the Lamb of God, like here he is. Yeah. Um, Matthew, Mark, and Luke seem to highlight this uh, idea of the kingdom uh, of God being at hand, and so that's a very interesting, another biblical theology to uh, to study out of what that means, what their hope was for that, yeah. you know, in the kingdom of God, because there's his universal kingdom. God owns everything, um, and also uh, the Messiah's mediatorial kingdom, the Davidic line there, and what they were hoping for uh, the Messiah to to bring and yet uh, wasn't there to do that at that point, you know. Yeah. Offered to reject was rejected, and uh, you know the king was here and among them and uh, was crucified, and uh, and and yet is ruling in one sense now over the universal kingdom, and yet has a has a, a messianic or a mediatorial or a Davidic kingdom yet to rule and reign over.
1: Yeah, so. and I think something important to think through. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're thinking about Jesus and John the Baptist, like saying these things is that yeah. as they're saying this to the Jews, like the Jews know the history, they know the promises, you know, they know that, you know, I think of Isaiah 53, you know, and some of these promises of the coming Messiah and, you know, what's going to, to happen. And so, you know, they were familiar with the, the Old Testament, to the point where when they're saying, behold, the, the kingdom of God is at hand, you know, here's the Messiah, like, they know what that entails. Yeah.
0: that's why they were mad about it, and they wanted to stone him. Yeah. <laughs> why, the, why they went on a murder mission, because they realized what he was claiming. Yeah. I am the king, and uh, and, and they didn't like that. Yeah. Uh, and And, yeah, in God's, you know foreordination of events that was supposed to happen and he needed to die so that we could be saved uh you know prior to prior to his rule and reign in that way and so it's now we see all that clear like they could see those things dimly mm-hmm. you know we look back at the old testament and say like you yeah, all well, christ is like the fulfillment of all these things he's there <laughs> yeah. but but it was still dim to them even though he was saying that he, he even tells the disciples three different times before he actually goes I'm going to die be in the ground three days and rise again I'm like oh okay you know <laughs> and uh, and and at one point says they're distressed by it yeah grieve like what like they just they don't under they don't understand what it's all about and we can't fault them for that yeah you know Yeah. Um, of course, it sounds ludicrous in some ways, you know, in the same way that we think of the, you know, in, in future events. Right? Like, that just sounds so bizarre, so ludicrous. How is that even going to happen? Yeah. Um, and now we look back on that with great joy and amazement and awe. Like, wow, only you, God, could be so wise and sovereign to plan things like that. Yeah. And I think in some measure, you know, that's why... When uh, we will be with the Lord, uh, our worship will be so fervent. Um, on you know these future things, we're just gonna be like our mind's gonna be so blown. Like we had all the charts, we had all the things we we knew what was gonna come, and yet it was so incredible. Yeah. But uh, you know, this is this this is all part of the good news. It's part of the gospel, the larger things, you know. Um, and even now, as we're sharing the gospel with people, we're bringing them to that point because because it happened and because it's so life-changing people need to reckon with it mm-hmm. like what do i believe about this past event and then what you know like what hopeful things uh, are we anticipating then in light of that and so it's you know the same kind of place just for, or the same kind of principle from a different place or a different vantage point that uh, Jesus and John the Baptist and others were there just in kind of the uh, points in human history
1: yeah so, and I think just as you're talking about like sharing the gospel and you know oftentimes we think pointing people to the the death burial and resurrection of Jesus that's sharing the gospel, but there's an aspect of the ongoing hope, the newness of life that that comes from believing and that that is also you know part of the gospel that's right. that it's that repenting and believing but then that newness of life right. that transformation that comes with it that's ongoing to the day of you know glorification right
0: cuz it's what we're calling people to it's not only a belief in Jesus as savior but also as confessing him as lord yeah amen and that's that you know that maybe that's missed part here in the question as, as well that always we're it's calling people to submit to 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 god's you know, sovereignty over our life, to Jesus-specific lordship or mastery over our life. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's where repentance comes in. That's where all of us, like, okay, in light of what I know about God and his saving work, that requires something of me, and I have to lay down my own preferences. I have to lay down my desires to rule my own life and say, nope, you, Christ, are my master. You are my Lord. And that's, that's, in many ways, the decision point for people. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you can like you can embrace from a factual, rationalistic way, yep, Christ was a real person. Can't deny that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just too much evidence out there. Like You cannot mm-hmm. deny that Jesus was a real person, that the things that he said were things that he actually said. And so you have to reckon with it. And people can do that in a rationalistic, they can reason their way, logic, yep. Embrace it. Okay, he, he said these things, he's a real person. But do I actually believe them? in a life transforming in a saving way and then am I submitting myself to them and to him because he makes yeah. some commands and demands on our life that we have to fall in light of not in a you know in a you know malevolent enslavement type way but in a in in a joy filled abundant life newness of life that you were referring to that he offers as we become his his children, his subjects, um, his followers, his disciples. Um, and that's, that's the sweetness. That's the good news. Yeah. You know, um, when we come in part of his kingdom, it's entirely different than anything that we've ever known. Yeah. And that's what we're offering people. That's what we're giving to people. Um, and, uh, and from our vantage point now and invite them on the journey to discover what's comes ahead and to live with hopeful anticipation yeah. for that day and what uh, what is yet to to come and that's the same um, that's the same essence of which Jesus John the Baptist were bringing people you've seen these things here it is follow me with hopeful anticipation yeah. as we walk in faith you know I see Jesus wasn't walking faith but uh follow me uh into the future and uh and let's live this abundant life that's the that's the good news that's the gospel and so you know i i pray you know that it's like as you're hearing these things that one your heart is is getting amped up like (laughs) about the about the good news like this is so awesome and hopefully you're just in amazement of uh, of what is what is to come as we see this being the case kind of as god's people Uh, throughout history and where we are today and, and, uh, and that this should give you just greater, uh, passion and boldness to be, uh, sharing the gospel and talking with people and, uh, and, um, and watching what God does, you know, as the gospel is proclaimed. So. Yeah.
1: And I think to just that anticipation of, of his second coming, you know, the excitement that, that comes, with that promise that that keeps us you know motivated enduring pressing on sharing it with others Um, yeah
0: it's just right let us proclaim these things until he comes that's what we do and even as we take communion you know proclaiming his death until he returns and so let us be faithful in doing just that Thank you for joining us today on this new season of Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church in New Braunfels, Texas. We welcome your questions regarding life theology in the church. You can submit these questions by texting the word REDEMPTION and your question to 830-299-7505. To learn more about redemption, visit us online at redemption.bible. Thank you for listening. Our aim each episode is to be truthful and helpful to the glory of God. Join us next time on Considerate.